Hello and welcome back to the Alchemist Club, your trusted source for all your tree-based adventures. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for D&D this particular evening, or morning, or afternoon, or whenever you're listening to our podcast, because that's Other how time works. Other times are available. Uh, joining me today, we have... Daniel playing Chet Fleek. Cahill playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Raylan Hill Creek. I'm Waffle, and oh shit, it's Tarajux. Now, it has been, what, three weeks since Eons. we players... It's been, it's been Christmas break. Yeah, it's been all not to all date this Christmas episode, break. but Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, New Decade, etc., etc. 2020 is a nightmare. Yeah, Something no, like it that. turns out not that great. We thought that, you know, 2019 was meh, not, not the best, but no, 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 2020 is just like... Yo, hold my beer. What we've learned is that as time progresses, things just get worse. That's how time works. Yeah. Back when the universe was an empty vacuum, those were the days. But that was it. Yeah. No, that that was the one point of really good stuff. They were times were simpler back then, before time. They sure were. Anyway, uh, who wants to see if they can dredge up? Memories of what happened last time on the Alchemist Club. Trouble in the Aries. We did that one. We did that one already. I just edited that episode, both of those episodes this weekend, and we yelled at you last time for doing the old-timey radio announcer twice in a row. Ah, how could you? We made defenses. The Aircoxen world is under attack, and Chud Fleek has gone home against his better judgment to help defend it. (laughs) I don't know. I think it was a pretty good idea. Yeah, you you were very reluctant. I, yeah, yeah, but I it wasn't against my better judgment. I, it, I, I what I probably should have done. Oh. with great hesitancy. Yeah, yes. his better judgment. <laughs> but yeah, we we made defenses. We're we're preparing for war against the Earth Elementals. We like, you know, forged a lot of iron bars and drove them through a whole bunch of. Uh, stone pillars to make sure that they couldn't, Earth Elementals couldn't freely go up them. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a training montage, although it was less a montage and more people getting laughed at and or critiqued by the Eric Cochran. Yeah. I did great. I did train a few to fire crossbows, and I can now fire. Oh, my that's right. No, you training montage flying. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they did laugh at Leyland for a little being bit bad at baseball. I, I, I tried to play their baseball game, and I didn't do well. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I um, I trained a lot on Teliferous's, uh weaponry, but I also spent some time uh, seeing to the sort of atmospheric feng shui of the valley. I made the air flow better. That was my contribution, was windy shit. You did do that, yes. I mean, that's, that's kind of always your contribution, though. Yeah, so. it's, it's amazing. Desmond, what new and exciting things happened to you during the preparations? I think I was mostly preparing myself to be able to fly the ship solo. Oh, yeah. that's right. You did do the become one with the ship thing. You also um, worked with Falrock to get a new holy symbol. That's right. Oh, that, that went terribly. That's yeah. right. Um, it, <laughs> the symbol of Aquila is clearly visible on it, and the rest is supposed to look like a hand flipping someone off, but it's just kind of a blob of ice. <laughs> yep. Dang it, now you look pious. (laughs) (laughs) 
The real the real person who got flipped off was me. <laughs> but that's that's how it goes, right? Yep. You give and take. <laughs> so you've reinforced the structures of Cloudtop Airy. You installed rebar nets, you made concrete platforms, there was crossbow training, improved Chad wind flow. family. Chad went to visit his parents. Uh, he had a nice, pleasant family dinner. His mom tried to set him up with uh, a lady friend from his younger days who has developed beautiful plumage. Wait, what? I missed that. What? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was there? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Whew. Uh, some time was spent training on the Teliferous, both within and without. You evacuated all of the various elderly and non-combatants from town, which wasn't a whole yeah. lot. Basil and I just I, stayed with them. Um, and they're here. What's, um, sorry, the power levels on Teliferous right now. Are we baking something in the oven? Because I need one power bar for something, and I'm not sure if we have it or not. I, oh, I'll just take it out of the bees, right. Sorry, I always forget that we have yeah. the bees on. Um, we I had how... some free power, though. I wanted to turn on the metabolite processing, and I forgot to mention that. Um, because that can just be running in the background, right? Because mm -hmm. um, I think you mentioned that the metabolite, the secondary metabolite processing can create healing salves. And I have a feeling that we're going to need bulk healing salve to just smear on birds oh yeah yeah yeah. okay so what we're also going to we totally have free system bars right now we only have eight out of 11 online oh nice i should probably mark that better there we, we should go. probably upgrade something mm. anyways sorry to interrupt you i know you're about to talk about the rumbling in the earth yeah so the very last thing that happened was that chad discovered the sort of next development in his x-men power set which is that he has pretty broad-range tremor sense as long as he's in contact with the ground. He discovered this by feeling the arrival of an army of Earth elementals in the mines of Cloudtop Airy. And so the town now needs to be alerted, Chet is the only one who has this information, um, before they burst forth and wreak havoc. We take you now to the scene. Uh, well... Where <laughs> the wonders of Teliferous do you root over? Yeah, I don't think I have a radio. Do you not but... have the... Who has the sending stone for Teliferous? It's not me. Shit. Basil and Ivy. <laughs> oh, goddammit, you're right. <laughs> but, so, I mean... So I go, Eagle One, do you read? It's just like, Tarajux, we're having dinner right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I... I... I guess I'm going to fly to the Teliferous as quickly as I can, now that I've heard this. Uh, I, am I still at home when I hear this? No, you went to see your family on, like, the second day or the first day? I don't know if that's, like, if you've been staying with them or not, but... I thought it was on, like, the third or fourth day. But... So, yeah, it was so a little that bit I'm later. Still at the, so I'm just at the Teliferous right now? Sure. All right, well, then I'm going to go tell everybody on the, on, uh, the ship that... Uh, the, the golems are here a uh, couple days, maybe even a few days early. And I'm right in the middle of taking a really deep drink of something, and I just spit-take it everywhere, and I go, what? Battle stations! Okay. And um, we still have the ship comms routed in the dumbest way possible, so that no, just echoes... No, you, you took the rock off of the transmit all oh, button. Oh, that's... God damn it! Everything I do is against my own better judgment. 
<laughs> wow, nothing truer has ever been said in this podcast. Yes, there you Holy go. Shit. That wow. is that that's is the, the tagline. That's the right. tagline for the Alchemist Club. I yeah. um, so I um I slapped down the recording bottle because I've been making Ched a like primer for the flight systems, and it's just a tiny version of me with like airline attendant voice, like. Please look to your left and regard the third bead. This is the acceleration waddle. <laughs> you will use this in conjunction with the yaw array in order to orient the ship in 3D space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going. I shout at Chad, take the wheel! And I go dashing up the stairs to go turn the ship comms back on so I can shout, battle stations, they're here, everybody, on your feet! And then run down to the guns. However long that all takes. Well, you can take the um, you can take the fire pole down to the the guns level. Yeah, but I I have to go up to the. Yeah, top, no, right? that takes a while. Okay. Uh, I don't yeah. want to fly up there because I need my slots later. I can just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so Terrajux announces to Cloudtop at large that they're here. Turn on the bees! God damn it, somebody turn on the bees! <laughs> Let out all these bees. I'm pretty sure Desmond and Falrock are down below working on the rebar. Yeah. I'm probably training with the crossbow era Cochrane. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was training on the ship. Desmond was there too, right? Because uh, he sort of had to be aboard for. He spent the last day or so helping with the rebar because oh, he, can, okay, he yeah. can use right. ice to and kind we were... of drill. We right. were pretty much done. I think we were pretty much done making rebar. So we were. Oh, that's right. Because I was using to. This is going to be my meditation day. Yes. <laughs> you don't get one. too bad. <laughs> ah. was, was this your like grand plan to, to like seduce the Earth elementals or whatever? Yeah. That what this was? Well, that's I mean, that was, was. going to be part of it. So I was going to listen to the wind, and then I was going to go down to the mines and be like children of the earth. Uh, may I have but a moment of your time? And then they were going to be like, bleh, you're from the sky. We don't like that. And they were going to give me a wedgie. I would be like, no. Anyway. Leave me, Fall Rock. You hear this still, announcement. They can still give you a wedgie. Boom forth from Teliferous. And immediately, all the all the Aarakocra at the workshops um, sort of take flight in formation you see them kind of all start to fly out from all over Cloudtop and form not Vs like geese, but like diamonds in the sky. And they're all sort of facing the mine. Can I can I fly up there with them with my uh, my wings? Yes. Or do I have to make I'll I'll yeah. allow you to use the item that I gave you for this explicit purpose. <laughs> Such a kind and generous GM I am. DM, so that's exciting. Uh, Falrock, Desmond, you are you are down below. You see all this happening. I'm going to go to my command chair. Desmond takes the seat of the Teliferous. Uh, if there's a clear staging area where Falrock can be on the ground and attack, that's like... And almost the air cocker flying uh, around, but he didn't really train in their formations. So, like, he's going to stand somewhere and shoot things. I'm going to ask Falrock <laughs> to go put the rock back on the the speaker system. I already did it. I don't even okay. have it. Pick her. Okay. So, <laughs> I never so carried it. I put the rock back. No, it's just a regular rock. Yeah, it's, it's just, I know. Like, I, I, there was no significance. I never carried it. 
Um, so it's back on there, which means the um, airline flight attendant like voice demo reel <laughs> that uh, I have been preparing. And it's not done yet. It's like I still have to edit some parts. So there's a couple moments where I'm like, then switch the auxiliary control to the fuck. Well, <laughs> and so there's stuff like that in there. I haven't quite ironed it out. But that is just being broadcast through the whole ship now. <laughs> Which means it's, it's also very... being broadcast outside. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. like to note that I'm using my most, like, calming, soothing voice that I have gained in my travels. So it's like it's like a pleasant, warm, <laughs> feminine voice, like, guiding you through this process like a friend. Earth Elementals retreat to the center of the Earth after Herodox <laughs> sings gospel <laughs> songs for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Falrock, you'll probably end up landing sort of on the, the training grounds, on those concrete platforms that you guys have been putting together. Okay. Time for baseball. Ched, what are you up to? Um, I mean, nothing really. I'm just readying with the party to... Just hanging. So just making tea. I mean, I don't have anything specific prepped, so... Okay. We're too prepped. So... There are several tense minutes of waiting. Uh, Ched, if you are on the ground, not on Teliferous, but like, are you are you on the ship? I guess is. Yes. Okay, then you wouldn't. You can disregard this whole segment. Um, yeah. So a few minutes later, there's sort of a rippling of the of the earth around the mines, which remember are, there's like a good 200 foot chunk of mountain that's just sort of been carved away before it actually turns into like a mine proper. It's more of a quarry, really, right, at the front, yeah. because Arakakura are extremely uncomfortable with being in enclosed spaces underground. So there's sort of a rippling at the back, and then the gullet of the mine starts disgorging figures made of stone. That I don't like that you use the word disgorging. <laughs> yes, that was... To me, that implies a lot of people. That's yeah. sort of what I was intending. So, good job. You, <laughs> you've picked up on my very subtle no, no. hint. Are you sure the cave can't be, like, intermittently spitting out? <laughs> no, it's definitely disgorging. Damn it. <laughs> it's like a, a whirlwind of stone that sort of blows out and coalesces. like a, a dribble of gravel? No. And it coalesces into sort of row upon row of figures made of, of stone that are sort of loosely connected or swirling around themselves. Hmm. Floating above them are two figures that are sort of... I have to refer to my picture here. They look like they're kind of floating on columns of sand, and they're dressed in kind of ornate robes. They've got rocky skin, and they're carrying large hammers, like hammers that are as tall as they are. And one of them who is wearing uh, sort of a diadem in addition to the other jewelry attached and embroidered into their robes, gestures for with their hammer, and all of the earth elementals on the ground pull, pull up rocks and ch chuck them in unison at the assembled birds. like corn on the cob. Yep. Oh. I chose, the wrong, I chose the wrong place to go to. <laughs> and so battle is joined. 
And I have no idea if this is going to be any good or if it'll be nice to listen to, but we're going to, we're going to see how it goes. So first sort of business, I think Leyland is the only person actually up with the Eric Cochran information. Yeah, bad. Big mistake. So I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Of course. As there are rocks flying in your general direction. Herbal at my face. Yeah. Uh, that was not good. Good. Seven. Okay. That is not going to be sufficient to dodge out of the way of the rock that is currently hurtling directly at you. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so. You will take five points of damage. Oh, well, that's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> oh, okay. And you die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Every rock is imbued with power word kill. Oh, no. <laughs> that's said... why this whole valley is just cursed. You said five, right? Yeah. All right. So all around you, Ow. you see the Aarakocra assembled sort of wind up with those oversized clubs that they've been training with, and they attempt to bat all of the stones they can back at the Earth Elementals to most, mostly good success. Um, you'd say about three quarters of the rocks are deflected, dodged, or uh, bounced directly back to the Earth Elementals. Damn, we've got a good baseball team. They've, they've been practicing. Except for me, who just got, you know, plucked in the face. Like. Well, yeah. You don't even have a bat. It's the first day. Um, yeah, so that's that's sort of the first volley. After this, the Aarakocra, like a detachment of them, splits off. You see that they've got their slings with their lightning powder grenades. And it looks like they're going to swoop in and attempt to carpet bomb the ranks of the Earth Elementals. Uh, Teliferous, what would you like to do? Wait a second, where, where's Move my me closer, I want to hit them with my storm! Where's my crossbow squadron? Uh, they're probably around you. They've holstered their crossbows for the moment to bat away the rocks that were coming at them. Okay. Can we make a strafing run? Yeah. Uh, so, as I recall... Um, the lightning form Teliferous has a sort of like lightning gun, but there's a choke on it. So I can either have like a really long range focused beam or I can just widen this thing out and have like a flash bulb of lightning, right? Yes. And it just, it just kills the range. It, well, it also like the more tight the beam is, the more damage it does. Oh, okay. So you're also dispersing damage. So... Yeah, I'm thinking like a strafing run, and then I just like way widen out the beam and try to bathe as much of this army as I can in a blast, just to get a sense of like how how, how strong of the people we're dealing yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. How durable these creatures Earth made of stone are. Because I mean, we were advised by uh, I believe the Scrivener that they were weak to lightning. Yes. So I want to see is this like like proper like oh lightning is our kryptonite or it's like oh li we're not completely immune to lightning so that makes it a weakness it keeps them up at yeah. night <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah like a medium or short range splash barrage essentially um, okay this will require first a flight check from whoever is currently flying teliferous which would be either desmond or chad oh i mean has desmond 
retaken his place, or is he elsewhere in the Teleferis? He's in the command seat. He's always in the, he's in the, he's in the captain's chair. He's in the chair. seat. Yeah, then he's 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 flying. But sure. you have to remember that if Desmond is flying, he's also suffering acute mental strain. Yeah. Yeah, but he suffers acute mental strain from, like, everything. Yeah, everyday tasks. He, he suffers acute mental strain when he's sober, when he sees his ex-wife. Well, he drinks. Just get him a beer. <laughs> yeah, just, just give him a beer while he's driving the <laughs> we do not, The Alchemist Club does not endorse drinking and flying a tree ship. This would be a nice yeah. fuzzy blanket over his brain. Yeah. I guess I would say, like, um, Desmond, you know, like, you don't have to do any fancy flying here. Just, like, uh, <laughs> keep, keep it in part. Well, can I like... pre program it to do something and then get back in the command chair? Oh, you can you can set it on a course, but you can't program in combat maneuvers in the middle of combat. Right, but I but I want to I want to give it like three different points, like GPS points to like go forward, turn turn one eighty or turn ninety degrees, go east, turn ninety degrees, go south. Oh, just then, have it circle yeah. the battlefield. Yeah, and then if I need to make any like immediate adjustments, I can tap in. Okay, that will take some time. Okay. I can be firing long range while he's setting that up, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I want to do. Okay, then I will need a, an intelligence check from you, Desmond. I'm so good at that. <laughs> uh, eight. <laughs> Better okay. than my seven. You are successfully able to tell the tree ship to go forward to a certain point and then stop. Okay. Well, that's what we'll have to do. Um, do you also enact this course? Yeah, enact it. Yeah, that's fine. We can handle that. Okay. Then... Engage. The tree ship lurches forward on... And it's kind of a wobbly straight... Like, it's not really a straight line. It's moving from point A to point B, but... You suspect that Desmond didn't like use the line tool. He hand drew the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's necessarily that serpentine. That just makes it erratic and harder to hit. That's hey. exactly what we want. <laughs> uh, so Terajux, I will then need an attack roll from you. First, you need to determine sort of what spread you want the lightning gun at, and then I need an attack roll. Um, I, do you want this in terms of like angle or? So the I, I assume like the widest I can go is basically like 180 degrees, just an outward cone. 180 degrees is a lot. Let's say 90. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to narrow it down to like maybe, because we're still flying up in the air pretty high. So I feel like maybe like a 60, let's go like a 52 degree cone. 52 degree cone. Excellent. <laughs> Because I feel like that'll get a large portion of them, and I'm, because I don't want to like bathe the entire army. I want to hit like the tightest clump that I can. They're organized in even ranks. Yes, and it's so nice of them to do that. Uh, okay, so make your attack roll as Teliferous sort of yep. wobbles past the quarry. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot if I add. Something it's just a that. ranged attack. Okay, so dexterity. Mm-hmm. 17, uh, 20 if I have proficiency. 
Okay. Um, at this angle and range, uh, you can roll, let's say 3d12. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be 16 lightning damage. 16. Okay. So you see your, your angle manages to catch maybe like an eighth of the army in the, in the blast. There's... A tremendous boom of thunder moments after the air is rent by forks of jagged lightning. Um, and you see maybe half of the earth elementals in the cone sort of decohere and tumble into clumps oh, of wow. stone. Okay. The rest of them have sort of that comical, like, electrified effect. That... <laughs> you can yeah. see their skeleton and it makes no sense. <laughs> um... But they they hold it together and they are still standing. Okay. Uh, if I have a bonus action, um, as you may recall, uh, for those of you keeping track at home, I can control the direction of the wind in a hundred foot radius. So I know that I like I can't control the tree ship from here, but I'm going to try to use the wind as sort of like evasive maneuvering jets if we need to. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm just using the wind to kind of like nudge us around into what I think is a slightly better course. So I, I want to help Desmond fly this thing if I can. That seems not how GPS assisted like, autopilot works though. You're gonna push against it and it's gonna like force. It's gonna autocorrect to too much. Yeah. No, that's question. perfect. That's even more erratic. What's okay. Up? Uh, you had a question, Leon? Well, when uh, would you maybe instead want to have the wind just? So, like, if they're hurling all these rocks at the Eric Cochran, would you maybe want to have the wind just pushing back at them or so, diagonally to, like, throw off the uh, yeah. trajectory of the... I I guess, like, what's the size of these boulders and what's the speed of the wind we're looking at? Uh, the speed of the wind is whatever it says in your, like, sorcerer class description. Well, so, uh, if it is windy... Um... I, I don't have the exact wording written out here, but it's literally just I can choose the direction of the wind, but I can't choose its speed. Oh, so okay. It's so not... whatever I've got, like, an ambient wind to work with. <laughs> it's like a relatively strong breeze, but we're not talking, like, tornado force winds. Yeah. So I, I just feel like they're throwing pretty big boulders. Mm -hmm. I don't know that a, a strong breeze is really enough to affect yeah. a boulder. I, I, but like I didn't the, realize. I, I thought yeah. you could like control speed, too. I so. wish I could. That would be so good. Yeah, that would um, be crazy. I just figured that Teliferous has a lot more surface area, so maybe I can kind of influence it better, even though the wind isn't super phenomenal right now. So I, I think I'll stick with uh, Teliferous maneuvers, and then... Sorry, Eric Cochran's. <laughs> I don't have anything for boulders. Ted, uh, since you are on Teliferous, you will also act with Teliferous. So what would you like to do here? All right. I hadn't realized that they had come out yet just because um, of some headset issues. I'm I'm actually going to go outside of okay. the Teliferous. Um, so I guess you can put me just behind the Teliferous in the order then? I, I don't Eagle know one, if you launch. have anybody else with Teliferous. But yeah. Either I'm, way, uh, you get to go now. I, je I jettison. I jump out and uh, uh, 
upwards of stone um, and cast Call Lightning. All right. <clears throat> Storm clouds gather above Cloudtop to make this a proper cinematic Hollywood yeah. fight scene. <laughs> God, the CGI budget for this episode is going to be insane. <laughs> sure I'll uh, offer my services paint? as an MS Paint illustrator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you you summon in a thunderstorm that clouds over um, above the area. Rain starts to fall. Um, and I call a lightning bolt down into one of the clumps of of stone golems. Okay. I believe they get a dexterity save, yes? Uh, yes, it's 3d10, and everybody within a five-foot um, space of the the square I target takes damage. So I'm going for just max numbers here. And what's your save, DC? Um, let's see. It should be 8 plus proficiency, 11 plus my wisdom, so 16. Okay. Roll damage. Uh, eight damage. Okay. Yeah, you blast down a bolt of lightning, and some of the earth elementals are, again, they have, they're sort of like coruscating with electricity. Uh, you don't take any of them down with that, though. Okay. And I'm like 50 feet in the air. Sure. Have the uh, Eric Cochran done their strafing run yet, or their carpet bombing? They are moving in to do that. Okay. Like, just may want to coordinate our lightning bolt strikes when they're not doing that. No, no, no. Friendly fire's turned off for this. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good no. Friendly fire damage. So. Well, th Good that's no. why we practiced so much with uh, Teliferous and the Eric Cochran squad. So they like. They know that I'd like to set it to 52 degrees. And they can stay out of it. <laughs> uh -huh. It gives them right. a whole 18 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Leyland, you have an opportunity to act here. Okay. Well, I summon my, uh, my uh, crossbow squadron together. Uh -huh. and make, a, make a plan to do like a strafing run on the cluster of uh, the... Earth elementals that have been like hit between Chet and and Tarjux, but that weren't taken down. So just kind of like go in and take our uh, crossbows that have the um, the orb, like the powder, uh -huh. covered on the bolts, and take shots at those. All right. So you move in. Your squad falls into formation behind you. Uh -huh. And you sort of circle around in the opposite direction from the bomber flock. And we'll resolve those uh, in a little bit here. Falrock, okay. you're down on the platform. You stand alone. <laughs> it's just, yep. just Falrock and a gap of about... Actually, let me, let me pull up the map here. I don't think I'm at all close enough to actually hit anything right now. No. Yeah, no. Um... Yeah, but I don't exactly want to be flying with wax wings when I'm shooting fire. Just, so um, <laughs> they're magic. It's fine. The boss monsters. And that, uh, <laughs> go beat up sure. the priest. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll try and fly 
It's okay, over you've got monk fall. The, <laughs> the big ones that are higher up. If I can get in range. Yeah, so there are three um, sort of flying stone priests. I suppose you you could make like some sort of check to determine if you know what they are. Chad, you'd probably have advantage on this, what with you know ancestral Checking history. What Checking what? To see what the sort of commanders are. I see. Forcing this so that I don't have to keep describing them in long roundabout ways, and I can actually tell you what they are. <laughs> I'll make an intelligence check. Sure. Can we challenge the Earth Elementals to a single champion combat? No. <laughs> that probably would have been easier. No. Yeah. <laughs> or or lo- not single champion, but like 5v5. <laughs> 5v5 uh, no re. <laughs> 5v5 no re. It's a, it's a whole Juxian game where you have to destroy towers and then a nexus. <laughs> oh, God. I got a 16. Okay. Falrock, you know that these flying uh, earth creatures are Dao, who are sort of. They're the Earth Elemental Genie. Oh. Well, that's no good. I sure it. wish they would go away. <laughs> Got him! Wait, what if no one has said that to these creatures yet? What if nobody's tried that yet? Hey, can you stop? <laughs> no, 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 just, I wish you wouldn't. Oh anyway, so there, there are three Dao that are sort of floating up above the Earth Elementals. They are uh, clearly the commanders here. One of them, as I mentioned previously, in addition to the other sort of gems adorning their robes, has a diadem fixed upon its forehead. If but you had to guess, you'd say that's not. probably the one that's in charge. Ooh, maybe we could take the diadem and put it on our forehead. Yeah, historically you guys have a great history yes! with things that go on heads. Yeah. Oh my god, yes! I'll wear it. <laughs> anyway... What would you like to do, Falrock? Um, I feel like just sort of harassing them would probably be my best course, because I don't think I can do much AoE, really. So I'll just fly towards the nearest Dowd and try to uh, hit it with a couple Radiant Sunbolts. Uh, the not fiery ones, because that still doesn't seem like a good idea. Um... <laughs> Well, no, never mind. That's uh, a 14 and an 8. Yeah, neither of those are going yeah. to hit, unfortunately. Okay, well. Does it at least, like, get their attention? Oh, yes. Okay. A sudden, the sudden appearance of a dwarf with, like, a laser light show. <laughs> oh, but the flying tree shooting lightning didn't grab no, their no, attention. No problems. Nope. No problems. With, nothing to see there. They're like, oh yeah, well, not our first fight with a tree. Like, shit, they have a dwarf. Oh no, it's a dwarf. <laughs> we thought we were safe in the air. We left all the rock LSD at home. He's <laughs> gonna eat us all. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Look, we already had Leland's arc where we learned how he became the Baba Yaga of orcs. Now we gotta do it for Fall Rock. No, no, we don't. <laughs> right. Alright. Um I think that accounts for everybody. The Basil and Ivy. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut away to the uh the refugee camp where Basil and Ivy have prepared fifty cups of tea. 
and are attempting to serve it as quickly as possible. Uh, this Make a dexterity take... saving throw. Yeah, I'm going to roll dice for every single person to see if they enjoy the tea that was prepared for them. They do. Uh, right. So, then the the rest of the sort of assembled Aarakocran Aarakocran <laughs> battle squads apparently I can't speak English tonight. Um, We've all been there. Will exchange their well they're they'll sort of pull out their slings and grab non-lightning powder sling bullets and attempt to pelt the earth elementals they uh they don't have enough to outfit everybody with lightning powder grenades rip and it's you know about as effective as you would expect hitting rocks with smaller rocks would be (laughs) fair so are, is this literally just like their their cannon fodder, Eric Cochran? Like, is this well, the red no. shirt, Eric Cochran? Like, they're trying to keep them busy while the bomber squads move into position. Oh, okay. Obviously, even a single Eric Cochran death is tragic because there are so few of them. But it's the fighter squad's duty to defend the bomber squads. Yes. <clears throat> Uh, that will bring and us back any, around. I yeah. mean, if any Eric Cochran's get hurt, they can land back on Teliferous. Like, we, yes. We're a, a moving aircraft this. carrier. Yeah, and they're they're aware of that. They, Desmond has his little uh, first aid station sign on, around <laughs> his neck. <laughs> and it's just the, um, it's the metabolite station. We rigged up a hose running all the way out the window and down the balcony. And so it's just like, barfing the salve into a pot except like someone said it to mayonnaise accidentally for like the first half hour and then they set it back to healing salve so like there's a little bit of mayonnaise mixed in and when you say someone you mean terrajugs yes <laughs> it's look so i moved it away for syrup that morning because we had pancakes and then i put it back and i was like okay remember to switch it back from syrup to healing salve and mayonnaise is really close to healing salve on the uh it's also an abacus display for some reason and it's like completely unintuitive and um it wasn't until uh, i got a paper cut and i went down there to go get it patched up and i put it on there and i go hang on this is just mayonnaise for our listener base the teliferous cannot produce mayonnaise or syrup (laughs) no it can produce syrup it's not a maple tree we no you never no, said it was no. maple syrup. I'm I'm putting my foot down here because we definitely asked as soon as we got the metabolite processor if it could produce syrup and it could. Fine. Because because we were gonna open oh, a bed and breakfast. Day. Fine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I I can see. Important <laughs> characters' see. names. No recollection. None. Syrup. Yes. <laughs> we go back around to the Earth Elementals who launch another salvo. They split off into several into several squads now. Uh, the bulk of their forces is harassing sort of the flight of Arakakra. There's also a squad throwing rocks at both of the bomber squads on the sides. The Dao start flying towards Teliferous. Oh, of course they do. Um, Don't get them. What kind of bottle do we need to get? Do we need like a bottle made of lightning to catch one of those to make wishes? Or didn't we have that at one point? 
You we did. did. Have we threw it in the one. reactor. <laughs> good plan. Good plan. Remember, okay, but whenever I give you something, I have a long-term plan for it, and choosing to put it in the reactor is a tactical decision you have to make. Yep. Um, we could put them in the recording bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that that should hold, I that, right? I don't think that would go well. Mm, it'll be fine. Anyhow, um, uh, Leyland, I'm going to need you to make another dexterity saving throw. Of course. You, if you had gotten a bat, you could attempt to deflect. That, that was a lot better as a 23. So. Okay. Uh, you managed to duck out of the way of the incoming rocks. As do most of your squad. The main forces do not do so well this time. They are still sort of reconvening after their previous um, rock-dodging activities, and a fair few of them are hit and sort of tumble out of the sky. As for the Dao, uh, when they get close, um, you see... Two of them disappear from sight, like they they waver and flicker for a moment and then vanish. And the other one, the leader one, um, brings her hands up and claps and pulls them apart. And as she does, you see that a sort of floating wall of stone begins to appear in front of the, the branches of the teliferous and start to curve around it. Whoa! Okay. Problem. Um, turn on the Telephorus's shock armor. We're we're gonna get put in an egg! (sighs) Full circle. Oh. (laughs) Hmm. I don't get it. What? What? I don't don't get it. Well, two things. Eggs, circles, uh, the planet, hashling. Oh, Chad okay. Bird. Yeah. Chad Bird. Which okay. came first? I don't know. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, Teliferous, what do you Okay, so we are being encroached by this wall of rock. Um, you punch a hole? Has it already obscured <laughs> my, my uh, turret emplacements, or do I still have a clear shot? You, it's it's blocking a good chunk. Think of it like it's currently a bar going across the middle of your firing zone and slowly expanding to cover it. Okay, I'm gonna dial. I'm gonna choke way in and narrow the beam so it's not eclipsed by the uh, shoe bits yet. And how much like keeping it as wide as possible. Um, I want to try and hit as many of the squads going after the bombers as I can. Okay. Uh, you'll only be able... To, so they're kind of on either side of the, the quarry. You'll only be able to target one. Okay. So do you want to target the one that has Leyland in it, or do you want to target the one with superior munitions? Uh, superior munitions. Let's say we'll be fine. Yeah, Leyland, like, I've seen him take... 18 javelins to the chest yeah <laughs> he'll be fine had a lot of healers and then, he'll, uh, he'll be fine <laughs> he'll be fine now There's he'll be here. fine uh that is going to be a total of 15 on my attack roll. okay uh at this tighter more coherent beam you can roll 5d12 Oof. 
two, three. Okay, that is going to be a total of 20. Okay. You sort of blast away a handful of earth elementals. They just... Um, lightning strikes and bits of rock and stone fly every which way. And I shout on the ship comms. I go, Desmond, evasive maneuvers. We're being grappled. Desmond, Great. evasive maneuvers. You're being grappled. I'm going to have to assume direct control and try to, you know. I, what I want to do is, since the tree flies straight up and down, I want to take the bottom part and flip it 180 degrees to where we're upside down. <gasps> oh, no. Okay. Um, I love uh, this plan. <laughs> and then you you know just continue. This is why we never leave Barjax and Desmond alone on on the proliferator. Yeah, that's really that's what I'm trying to do. I'm like trying to take the bottom, like make the top part of the proliferus the the center point, and just take the bottom and swing it like 360 degrees over top of the rock. So okay, you're right. You want to you want to just rotate the bottom of the tree up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, make a make a wisdom. <laughs> is this a good idea? Um. What what does a sixteen get me? A uh, sixteen will allow you to successfully perform this maneuver. Damn so, straight. Yeah. Hell yeah. Terrajax, you feel the ship shift in a way that you have not felt the ship shift before. <laughs> but the thing is, I've been I've been anticipating. I've been wanting to know so what, G's. what this feels like. <laughs> so many G's. Yes! I live for G4s. Desmond takes you Desmond flips the ship upside down. You feel the entire thing like suddenly you are suspended head down in the the weapon seat. You hear the faint sound of crashing pottery from Basil and Ivy's <laughs> cottage. I'm gonna be so pissed. It's fine, he has mending. Uh, Desmond, you will also take three points of psychic damage for being in direct control of the ship in a very stressful situation. Understood. Yeah. Is this the Brisbane maneuver? What this is. <laughs> uh, Ched, <laughs> outside Teliferous. Yeah, so I probably can I. I'm gonna try and pick out the the caster that's trying to engulf, or may still be trying to engulf the Teliferous. Yeah. So the wall of stone is still like the same in the same place relative to the branches of the tree. It's just that the bottom of the tree is now on top. Right? It hasn't moved in space, it's just rotated on a single point. Uh-huh. So I have a clearer shot now. In theory. And do, do I need to roll to pick out the casters? No. They're, so only one of the Dao is still visible, and that's one the right one now, making yeah. the, the wall. All right, well, I'm going to blast the spot that he is on. Okay. Make your save, puny mage. Done. Roll damage. Oh. 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 Ten. <laughs> it was a roller coaster. <laughs> it was. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Lightning blasts down, and um, 
you see the the Dao. Uh, there's a flicker of annoyance, and she looks at you for a moment before returning to her concentration on expanding the stone wall. Is that all you would you'll be doing? That yeah, obviously you'll, you'll have do. to kind of fly around to get a, a line on her. Okay, then I will have done whatever is necessary to position my, position myself to cast that bolt. Excellent. Um, fall rock. Going right for him. There, there's a caster. There, there is now a stone wall going around the ship. Ship's doing weird stuff. Going for the caster. Um, I'm actually going to spend a key point to get a uh, flurry of blows, but with sunbolts. Delicious. So, yikes. So that's uh, an 18 and a 16 and a 12 and a 10. Uh, 18, 16 would hit. Okay. So that's a total of 12 damage. Excellent. Um, let's do this. Okay. Um... A second flicker of annoyance, this time sustained for slightly longer as uh, she takes these bolts kind of in the back. Um, and she she turns slightly while keeping one hand, like, maintaining the stone wall before turning back to it. Um, her other hand, she makes a sort of a gesture in the air that doesn't produce any discernible effect that, that you can see. There's no, like, magical discharge or anything. It's just a rude gesture. No, uh, you suspect she's probably signaling to her invisible compatriots. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, Leolin and the Bomber Squad will will move next. I love that band. Leolin and the Bombers, yeah. I like it. All right, well, I guess we're we're uh, we're beginning our attack run now. So, <laughs> Red Five standing by. Exactly. So I guess are are we in range? Like since we we did successfully dodge the last flurry of yeah, you guys will be able okay. to get in range um, faster than the other squad because you are using ranged weapons and not just dropping the bombs on them. Okay. Well, I, t- I tell my squadron to target all of the damaged uh, elementals and fire. Make your attack. It's a total of 25. Okay. Um, so roll damage as normal and then add 2d10 for the lightning powder explosion. Okay. Oh, that was not that great. 11. Okay, um, so you and your squad, like, there's a synchronized firing of crossbows followed by um, a series of sizable explosions. So you remember that uh, previously when you inquired about lightning power, <coughs> Zeka demonstrated with, like, tiny firework sparkles? Uh-huh. This is not what that's like. This, oh. is, this is like bombs going off, like explosive-headed crossbow bolts. Um, so you blast away 
pretty much the entire squad that you were aiming at between you and your uh, other crossbowers who did very well on their rolls. I'm kind of just in shock and look at my crossbow and uh, make a mental note to pocket some of these bolts before we leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of cool maneuvering because they've had to learn to like compensate for the kickback on the crossbows. I'm so, so proud of them. Yeah, so it's it's purely so that they can maintain their flight patterns, but there's a lot of like corkscrewing and loop de loops here to to oh, sort of yes. take account. Oh yeah, it look back. <laughs> we 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 look pretty pretty awesome. Um, then the bomber squad uh, will move into position. They will be able to drop their bombs on the next go around. And. Uh, the the rest of the Arcacro sensing uh, sort of weakness in one flank will all sort of divert, and it's like watching like a flock of starlings flying, where like all of them will just simultaneously oh, swoop yeah. down to nice. one side, and they bring out those quarter staff size cross or uh, crowbars that they've been they've been holding onto, and they fly down and they just try to like jam those into the joints between stones and pop them off as they fly by. Uh, to mild success. Um, they, they managed to dismantle a few earth elementals before flying back out in formation. Are, are the elementals very slow moving that I guess they can't really react that quickly to the air cochran flying up on them, or...? Yeah, they're also dumb. Okay. How do the Earth Elemental lines look? Do they still look pretty good, or...? So, they're... The one flank, the flank that Leolin is attacking, has been pretty torn up. Um, Beyond that, they're still decently... Decently, you know, formed up. Okay. That's fine. We just need to get behind in flank so we can route. Um, at this stage, the two other Dao reappear. One of them reappears directly in front of Falrock. One of them reappears directly in front of Ched. And both of them are swinging with mauls that have heads roughly the size of your torso. Oh, Respectively. Um, okay. Falrock, you managed to um, sort of catch the maul, and it spins you because you're in the air. You don't have the ground beneath you to stabilize. Yeah. But you you swing with it rather than being hit by it. Ched, uh, you are taken squarely in the, in the torso by their, by their maul. That's a lot of damage, actually. That's a lot of dice to roll. Um... If I wasn't rolling poorly, you will take uh, 10 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And that brings us back around to the Earth Elementals, who... It's all that plot armor. (laughs) Uh, So the Earth Elementals, um, they'll kind of split off again so that there's another squad throwing rocks at Leyland's bombers. The rest will continue to harass the main force. Leyland, I'll need your saving throw. Yep. 
Uh, crit. Okay. Um, the rest of your squad is also manages like they. I also rolled a twenty for them, so they like you managed to perfectly <laughs> scatter and then reassemble in exactly the same place without a single rock getting close. Uh, the other bomber squad doesn't fare as well. They take some losses. The primary force um, isn't quite back where they need to be when the rocks come through, so um, another handful of them are knocked out of the sky by the boulders. Uh, so, Teliferous crew. Yeah. Um, I think it's high time I narrow this beam to its minimum setting and take a shot at uh, someone flying up in the air. Okay. Um, There's three available targets. Okay. There is the priest that is stonewalling us. Quite literally. (laughs) And then there is the one attacking Chud. And there's one attacking Falrock. Both of them have hammers that are, like, they would probably turn you into a fine paste. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm inside. Um, and those, all three of those are Dao. Like, there's not, like, one obvious... No, there isn't target. one that's obviously different from okay. the others, aside from the headdress. Well, um, this priest is irritating, because we're going to get rocks all up in our face. So I'm going to shoot at them. Okay. Um, so, or actually, is there any shot I can make between the three of those that has something else of interest behind it. No. Okay. Your your lightning gun does not have penetration. Well, it's more that like if I miss, I don't want to hit a Aarakocran warehouse and just level the mountainside. <laughs> <laughs> like because like when I'm thinking like the most focus this beam can get, that's a lot of D12s. Also worried about oh. you if you went for the one with Fall Rock or Ched. Like there, it's like... fine. I got a twenty-one mm-hmm. to hit. Okay. Yep. That will. My priestess. That'll do it. Uh, you can roll at maximum setting eight d twelve. Excellent. Uh, that's going to be. Do. <laughs> I have okay, and then two more. Uh, that is going to be 60 lightning damage. Oh, perfect. There is a tremendous crackle. There is a clap of thunder. And the Tao is blown backwards by the force of the lightning that has just struck her. The stone wall around the tree falls out of the sky. Uh, still perfectly Excellent. formed. It lands on some Eric Cochran houses, but there isn't really much you can do about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and she she flies backwards for some distance before finally catching herself, and she is all kinds of messed up. There's, like, dark, oily fluid leaking from several cracks in her skin. Uh, she looks extremely angry, and... Um, yeah, you suspect that you have done a significant deal of harm to her. Okay. And then in Primordial, I shout, hopefully drowning out, like, the last trailing ends of my flight attendant speech. Um, in Primordial, I shout, children of the Earth, you are not welcome in this place. Okay. 
I don't actually know. I assume they they speak Terran. Hello. But is it realistic? Oh, okay. I no. I um. What? I was gone for a second there. Okay. Uh, so the last thing that came through on my end was Terra Jux's one-liner. Yeah. Okay. The mandatory one-liner. Yeah. Now, my question is, is it fantasy realistic for me to use the roots of the Teliferous as a blunt instrument? <laughs> oh my oh, wow. god! Because <laughs> Layla made a good point. He's like, oh, we got, a, got the Brineswell maneuver. And I was like, well, what exactly is the Brineswell maneuver? It's going to beat them to death with your tree. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to... Yes. I've, I've got the roots up at a upright angle, and I'm going to use gravity, and I'm going to I'm going to smash the 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 dowel that is all messed up because it's a significant portion away for me to aim this thing. You know what? I'll allow it. <laughs> um, I also want to take make an executive decision to put an extra point in speed at like halfway down, so it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, airship uppercut. Yeah, right, that's that's go. exactly what's happening here. Or I guess it's, it's like a down smash. All right, that is. Do I add my proficiencies to flying the ship? Yes. Okay, that'd be a total of eighteen then. Okay. That's the Brian Swell maneuver. <laughs> now I need to think about what kind of dice you roll for hitting somebody with a tree the size of a castle. All of it. It's it's just insta death, right? Jesus. You know what? Yeah, actually I'll we'll do the executive ruling here for massive damage and like you just swat the Dow out of the sky. There would be a crater, but it dissolves before impact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is reduced to a fine powder. And, um... Terajux, you'd have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you have no idea. And, uh, and like, I, I think this is fine. First of all, because it's awesome. And second of all, like, I've been in tailspins before. This is normal. The it's other... a little weird not being in control, but it's, it's fine. The other two Dao oh. look horrified like <laughs> clearly unprepared for what is going on here do we get the uh the engine roar on the downstairs you would if the engines made any noise yeah okay all right we'll get there we that just should have to be feed part it of cursed relics that should be a normal weapon in our weapon system if we get an upgrade the branches just become giant swinging just fists, uh, stabs. Or, yeah, yeah. When you turn the tree, tree ship up, upside down, it becomes the Whomping Willow. <laughs> Do you keep Teliferous in attack mode or defense mode? <laughs> um, there. How much damage do I take for? Being yeah. In? Well, first, there's kind of an unpleasant creaking noise from the ship itself, yeah. as it is used in a fashion which it was very not much designed. not intended. Not designed. <laughs> I feel like the that our elf friend yeah, is just Yeah, Carolyn on wakes up in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you'll take six points of psychic damage for continuing to be in direct control. Okay. That works. Uh, Chad... You've just witnessed the priest get pasted. 
Yeah, perfect. Now I just got to get away from uh, uh, Tweedledum over here. Uh, so I'm going to use a bonus action to call down my bear totem. It gave myself and whoever is within 60 feet of me, if they are an ally, um, a bonus... Um, what is it? Seven um, temporary hit points. It is five plus my druid level, so actually 11 bonus temporary hit points. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to fly 50 feet away. You will provoke an attack of opportunity. I know. Okay. <laughs> Just turn into a crab. <laughs> I cannot do that. Fall out of the sky. In the air. A crab with <laughs> tiny wings. Does falling provoke an attack of opportunity? No. Okay, then I stop flying. <laughs> yeah. I stop flying instead and just fall. There's your tactical decision. That's rad. Yeah, so Ched folds his wings and just drops out of the reach That's of the hammer. That's a loophole if I've ever heard one. About ten feet down. Uh-huh. Uh, what if you've ever heard one? Kale's complaining about that as a loophole in the rules. Oh, I see. <laughs> so... Um, I am, yeah, I'm going to drop 10 feet and then fly, well, I'm going to drop actually 30 feet and then fly 50 feet and call down a lightning bolt on a Tweedledum. Okay. Roll your damage. Da, 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 da. That's a six and an eight. Oh, one. Fifteen. All right. Uh, there's another crack of lightning, peal of thunder, and this Dow doesn't look... I mean, this is the first damage that he's taken so far, so it's not severe damage, but there are definite cracks in his stony skin that are appearing. Already. So I guess this wasn't a case where we, like, killed the leader and... This, the stone elementals suddenly just like scatter or anything. Like they're still. Well, you killed still a doing leader. Thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. They're led by a polycule. Farak, it is your turn. Well, someone decided to get up close and personal, so I'm gonna get up close and personal. <laughs> so uh, you've made your final mistake. Yeah, because. This little thing happened at level 6, so now my fists count as uh, magical for the purposes of overcoming damage resistance. Uh-huh. Um, and that's a 21 and 22 to hit. Ooh, That'll so... do it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then that's going to be 14 damage. Excellent. Uh, similar effect to Ched's lightning bolts. Um, it's not severe, severe damage, but it is noticeable damage on the exterior of these Dao. Yep. And um, I'm just going to stay here, so... Excellent. Uh, Leyland, Bomber Squad. Okay, so what's the uh, the elementals... Like, the what, what, how are their uh, forces looking right now? Like I said, so sort of the third or so closest to you... It's pretty ragged and disorganized because you've blown a lot of them up and lightning strikes, etc. Uh, the rest of them, the other two-thirds, are still fairly coherent. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to have my squad go for 
one of the like more focused squads that is not that that's been harassing the rest of the Aarakocwin pretty hard and kind of draw their attention and take a few of them out with the squad. So that seems reasonable. Am I rolling now or do we have to fly for a turn? No, you're you're close enough now that you can right. you can fire your crossbows. All right. That's a total of 15. 15. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Alright. You said it was regular and Regular damage D10. and then add 2d10. Alright. Total of 12. Okay. Uh, your squad manages to blow up another not insignificant amount. It's not as many as last time. Uh, the rolls weren't quite as good, but you do put a, no, a pretty hefty uh, dent into kind of like you fly over the bits that you've already exploded and left a disorganized mess and fire into the next rank, so to speak, and you make a pretty good mess of that. Okay. And then, I was I also watched in horror what the Teliferous did. Yeah, too. I, the I think like, I'm pretty sure. I don't, even, I don't even know how I felt about it actually. That so. was one of those moments where like everybody stopped <laughs> and watched <laughs> it happen for just a brief moment. And just this smoldering body go tumbling into a hillside. <laughs> yeah. And for our audience, I want to emphasize here more than ever that this is not like it's not actually Earth Elementals taking six seconds to throw rocks at a bunch of birds and then they wait patiently for their turn to swoop in and hit them with sledgehammers. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's exactly what it is. This is all happening very simultaneously <laughs> and cinematically and it would make an excellent fight scene in a movie that's all i'm going to say everybody knows that in tabletop games as in real life people wait and take turns hitting each other yes wait you don't wait for a bar to fill up before you do something <laughs> i mean seen... i do personally but i don't think that applies to real life for everybody the else ultra accurate, kind of bar. uh medieval <laughs> war documentary runescape <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, the rest of the Eric Cochran are actually going to go in and engage the Earth Elemental forces in sort of not quite air to ground, but just above ground to ground combat. So they're going to swoop in with their oversized crowbars and they're going to stay down there. Um, and the melee does not go super well for them at first. Don't they have flyby attack? Yeah, I mean, that's what they're doing, but they're... They're not like, doing well with the whole getting pelted by rocks thing. They've so. sort of... They've served their purpose as a distraction for the bombers to get into place. So now they're going in and actually going to use their effective weapons instead of slinging rocks at larger rocks. Um, yeah, so now they're Eric Cochran down in the mix amongst the Earth Elementals as well, making broad-spectrum attacks inadvisable. Uh, the other bomber crew finally arrives, and they they don't even have to really make attacks. They're just dropping these grenades down beneath them as they fly, and they are devastating to the ranks of the Earth Elementals underneath them. So it's a pretty effective pincer movement. You have Leyland's bomber squad on one side. You have the bombardiers on the other, and they're sort of working their way towards the middle and leaving devastation beneath them. 
And that brings us to the Dao again. Uh, the caster is, as before, like, turned into diamond dust. Ooh, we should, uh, we should gather that up. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, uh, diamond is unbreakable. That's, that's spell components right there. The one engaged with Falrock is going to simply swing uh, his maul and misses again. Falrock... I'd like to imagine that either Falrock has suddenly become very graceful with the wings or is, like, accidentally very graceful with the wings. Oh, no, I'm just... I'm staying level, but I'm like a boxer. So it's just, like... It's one level in the air. I'm not trying to go up and down. I'm just going side to side. Just a really hot butterfly. (laughs) Either way, the mall misses entirely. Uh, The other one takes a minute to eye up where Ched is. And then kind of swings the hammer around a la Thor and just throws it and itself at Chad. Oh. 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 Problem. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. That is a better roll than the previous one. Oh, no. Stop. But I rolled low damage. Uh, so only eight this time. <laughs> doesn't even get through the totem. Doesn't even get through the temporary hit points. Sucker. Uh, Earth elementals are just going to kind of, um, one of one of them is going to continue pelting. Like there's one squad that's pelting the bombardiers with rocks. Um, a fair few bombardiers are taken out by this. The rest of them are currently engaged with the the Arakakra, uh down below. And so they will not be throwing rocks anymore. And that brings us back to Teliferous. Yep. All right. Um, has the world stopped spinning sufficiently for me to <laughs> get a shot? Or, yeah. or are, we just like, are we just like tumbling in freefall? No. My, my turn was to stabilize the ship. Okay. That's what I wanted to do and then like detach my brain from just this. Just imagine thing. the Teliferous <laughs> now just spinning in a slow circle. I thought like... you were about to say detach the disc, like we're in fucking... <laughs> <laughs> just launch the canopy into space. We're not detaching the saucer, no. <laughs> we just throw Basil and Ivy's house at the Dow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as much as I would like to do that, I think Joe would put his foot down finally. Yeah. Um, so, Teliferous knows how it's supposed to sit in space. So it actually like as you pleased. as you bring the underside back to where it's supposed to be, um, it will actually sort of center itself without the need for outside stabilization. Okay, and so I'll just never I again. I wanted to hover at a point, and I'm going to detach my brain. Okay, uh, you remove yourself from the mainframe, and uh, Teliferous resumes its normal course towards where you told it to go previously. Perfect. All right. Um... So now that I've got uh, a nice stable firing platform, uh, uh, so it sounds like down below that it's all kind of intermingled forces and there's not really like a good clump for me there's to shoot at anymore. There's one squad of Earth Elementals that's separate from the rest and stoning the Bombardier Aarakocra. And then you have the two Dao that are currently engaged with your compatriots. Okay. Um, I'm going to just... Uh, widen out the frame of the shot until there's just a nice little circle that encompasses all those uh, 
elementals throwing rocks at birds. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm just hoping that they will not be throwing rocks anymore. Uh, I rolled a 15, so that is a total of 20. Okay. Uh, roll 6d12. Okay. Uh, three. Uh, 39 lightning damage. Okay, yeah, you just kind of obliterate those elementals. There, there are still a few left, but it's not enough to really be any significant threat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ched, you were just hit in the face with a Dao. Wait, with a Dao? I thought I was hit with this hammer. Yeah, but the Dao was attached to the hammer. Oh, I see. Um, I'm going to drop another 20 feet. Okay. You are now, you're kind of like down among the spires now. Like the spires with homes? Yeah. So the whole, the whole like valley in which Cloudtop is situated has sort of rocky spires coming up out of the bottom. It's a natural spiked pit where the spikes are like 50 feet across at the top. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to land somewhere outside of the melee Mm-hmm. And then uh, take the form of Citizen Snips. <laughs> okay. Return Citizen Snips. You land yes. and become a crab. Yes. But this time, it's Citizen Snips with Tremor Sense. <laughs> All right. Seems seems good. Probably. <laughs> uh, Fall Rock. Uh, yeah. We're we're still brawling up here, so so keep keep on punching. Uh, that's a twenty-four and twenty-three, so that'll be thirteen damage. Okay, uh, you feel like one more solid hit will probably put this guy out of commission. Okay, Leyland. Okay, so most of the most of the elementals now are in like the hand-to-hand combat right yes and okay. it's yeah it'll be difficult for you to fire without also causing That's explosions okay. around birds yeah I, I wasn't planning to so i motioned to two of my squad my two of my uh squadron companions to toss me their uh crowbars uh-huh so, so you have uh, two oversized crowbars yeah what I want to do is like fly down at at a good speed, and if there's two elementals that are kind of side to side or back to back, I want to just like basically take the crowbars and like as I'm flying down, s- smash it into you know one of those nooks or whatever in them, kind of pull them down with me to break them apart. Oh, so you're you're going to land at the end of this movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, sure. Go for it. All right. What would I roll? Like dexterity for that? Make yeah, make <laughs> athletics. Athletics would work here. Okay. Uh, total seventeen. Sure. Uh, yeah. So you you come down, and you bring the two crowbars down like onto the neck joints of two different earth elementals, and you just smash them into the ground and they dissociate into a pile of rocks as you land. Mood. 
And I'm hoping I'm doing this in the midst of a bunch of Eric Cochran and they're just kind of in awe. Of course. <laughs> yes. They're like, wow, this guy sucks at baseball, but he's really good at other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, howdy, can he kill an Earth Elemental? <laughs> Spent all this time trying to play baseball when he should have just been murdering things. That is kind of my specialty, so. Yeah, you're very good at it. I feel a lot more at home down here now. Probably. <laughs> uh, okay, down number one, Tweedledee. I was trying to figure out, like, a fish-out-of-water pun, but... That's for like Desmond. Bird, bird out Wait, of... I don't just know. did fish one out. What? A fish what? in the sky. Uh, actually finally manages to land a hit on you with the old maul. And I rolled well this time. Um, 21 points of damage. On me? On Fall Rock, yes. Okay. Sorry. Cut out there a second. Ouchie. Oof. I'm confident that Falrock will be able to carry on. Seize the day. It's just close to a third of my hit points and not actually a third of my hit points, so we're fine. Uh, Tweedledum is having oh. a hard time finding Ched. Ha! <laughs> He's cloaked himself. <laughs> He's cloaked himself in, in carapace. I don't, know, I don't know where the Eric Cochran went, but the stupid crab is... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you see him, his own business. <laughs> you see him fly overhead, and he is clearly looking for a much larger bird person, and not a crab. Ah, uh, yes, crabs, <laughs> the mortal enemy of Earth Elementals. Citizen Snips very quietly blows bubbles and clacks his... <laughs> Uh, bomber squad number two uh, just sort of mops up the the last stragglers that are not currently engaged with the rest of the main Aarakocran force. And then the melee continues below, and it looks pretty evenly matched right now. Uh, Aarakocran are managing to destroy a, a not insignificant number of Earth Elementals, but there are significantly more Earth Elementals than Aarakocran. And that will put us back at the crew of Teliferous. There are no longer any real free targets available for you. Nope. Yeah. Um, Why God, don't it's we... Like, I want to shoot one of these Dao, but the problem is I don't want to hit Falrock <laughs> accidentally with a beam that does like... What? Nine what I strong. want you to do is to jump off the ship and let me go like get the the people who are hurt and ship them back. Yeah, I mean, if you just park it here, um, it seems like the the worst of the tree ship threats have sort of subsided. So, so you can probably help out Chad. Just feather fall him down. Yeah, I mean, he can fly. I'm just, I'm gonna... Oh, that's right. You both can fly. What? Everybody can fly. You you all have wings. Oh, yeah, right now, every, everyone can fly right now. I have provided yeah. you with this gift so that this isn't horribly boring. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I want to do. I want to land the ship, and I want to go start putting like uh, injured people on the ship to take back. Okay. Okay. Um, I you don't you won't need to roll for that. You you can just do it. So the one who's hunting around for Citizen Snips is alone and apart from everyone else. Yes, right? but down he's down in the the spires sort of underneath oh, cloud top. So 
you could try and hit him, but it would require a significant roll. Hell of a shot. You could engage him in combat yourself, personally. What a tremendous idea that is. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I suppose I could. Um, Yeah, I guess if everyone is sort of, like, engaged or otherwise sort of retreated from the tree ship, I am just going to hop out of the system and vault over the nearest balcony and go swooping off towards... uh, I think I'll help Falrock. Okay. Um, so if I can if I can get into range um, for like a lightning bolt, I will do that. Yeah, probably. Uh, lightning bolt is a long spell. It's a hundred feet long. So if I can get like I'm just trying to get that one guy in a lightning bolt. So. Yeah, that's fine. You can totally um, do that. So yeah, I will uh, swoop on up and uh, lightning bolt. Do it. Okay. Um, DC 16, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, that is 8. And then... Uh, 35 lightning damage. Okay. Uh, you unleash the lightning bolts, and it sort of blows the Dao right out from in front of Falrock. Um, and it crashes into the side of the mountain and does not get up. And Falrock pings like three question marks and says, why KS? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's like this brief moment because Falrock got into bar fights when he was younger. He's been hit with a hammer once or twice. So there's this brief moment of, ah, the good old days. And a little bit of murderous gleam in his eye and then just... Boom. And then there's just this thunderous boom and the smell of ozone and Falrock is probably like he probably is he does one sort of back flip from the like the concussion before he <laughs> stabilizes himself. And you turn like, oh, you just right. see Terrajux with the finger pistols. Falrock's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh right, yeah, no, different. And I I shout over, you know, ears still ringing. I go, Ched's in trouble! (laughs) Right. Got it. (laughs) And Um, uh, he's yelling way too loud. Yeah. (laughs) So that brings us to Ched. Uh, And I'm not engaged with anybody, right? No. Because the Tweedledum didn't... uh, He's no idea where you are. To your parents' dismay. Uh, Gonna gonna crab walk. (laughs) (laughs) They keep trying to set him up with a nice, you know, Robin from the next town over. Just perfect. No, no, leave me alone. What's it gonna Uh, be? Snips is gonna crab walk about, uh, you know, five feet to the side. Very natural-like. Um, but then he starts frothing at the mouth, and a lightning Ooh. bolt crashes down from the sky. <laughs> this crab has the power of lightning. <laughs> well, unbeknownst to anybody else, I mean, yeah. holy crap! What TMs really... do you have to give Kingler to get that? Exactly. It's just this little, uh, this little rabid-looking crab that points one claw skyward, and lightning answers. Jeez. <laughs> Thirty-two. That's no, 25. Uh, anyway, so 3d10? Yes, roll damage. Uh, and, uh, and, oh, 13. 
Yeah. Uh, another another lightning bolt strikes the Dow, and it whirls around, and it's frantically searching for a point of origin. <laughs> clack, clack. <laughs> you just sit there and clack menacingly. <laughs> no, but he's gotta he's gonna keep up the ruse, so he's like eating little bits of moss off a rock and trying to look disinterested. <laughs> It's a normal crab here. Yep. yep. Yeah, totally normal, normal environment for a crab. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody from this plane of existence would know that. Normal crab <laughs> stuff. Just eats a piece of moss and is like, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Falrock. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go after the last Dow. Excellent. And uh, can I get in range of it to just punch it? Because it seems to be going better. You, I don't think you'd be able to get close enough to actually punch. You can probably get in range of your of your sunbeams, okay, or fire fists, probably. Same range, but yeah, sure. Fire fists, we'll try that. Okay. Your wings wings melt off and you die. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You can do. They're magically protected from sources of heat. If he's within sixty feet of me, he can't fall to his death. A long time ago, a human named Icarus came to this village. <laughs> and the Arakakra yeah. learned and some learn. valuable lessons. We we have that story too in Jux. It's um it's actually a fable about how you should build better wings. Yeah, and that's exactly what the Arakakra <laughs> And that's did. the only lesson that you can take from that story. <laughs> the Arakakra story is actually just the Icarus's corpse. It's not the actual person. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh, so one of those is only a 13 but the other one 23. So That'll do. For seven fire damage. Okay. Uh, this Dow is looking pretty raggedy. Okay. And I'm good. Leolin, you are now in the thick of the Earth Elementals. Okay. Um, well, now that I'm here, I guess I'm just going to start ripping apart some Elementals then. All just, right. Uh, so can I can I go after two again with my massive cro- my massive crowbars or no? You can, but you'll be making both attacks with disadvantage because these are these are like the size of a quarter staff. They're not intended to be dual wielded. Oh, okay. Well, now that I did my cool thing, I'm just gonna toss one to the ground so that I can. Nah, you, know, you, just, you leave it staked into the earth. Actually, it just it got implanted in one of the yeah the elementals. So, all right. So I'm just going to take mine. And uh, if, is there any elemental that's like engaged with another Aarakocran, and that Aarakocran's like not doing well? I want to go and like. I'm pretty much yeah. You are okay. you are now like there are Aarakocras swooping around overhead. There are Aarakocras doing battle on the ground with the earth elementals. Like it is very chaotic. Okay. Again. All right. Well, whatever is like the the biggest or most dangerous elemental, I'm just gonna go after that one and just kind of, I guess I'm gonna swipe to like take out its legs. Okay. Uh, make your attack roll, and this is with strength. With strength. All right. Well, that's sad. Um, that's total thirteen. Uh, unfortunately, that will not be sufficient to cause any significant damage. Your your crowbar, you're unable to find anywhere to kind of get leverage on it, so you just kind of hit it on the side with the crowbar, and it bounces off. Um, 
bomber squad's gonna land and sort of engage in the melee also. Ugh. Um, yeah, and things remain about even. Um, there doesn't appear to be one clear victor on either side. Bringing us back to Desmond, who is currently working on refugees. You've got your healing salve coming from the Teliferous, which it's not like it's not as effective as a healing potion, but it is no. better than nothing. It'll keep them alive. Yeah. That's See, all I the care. thing was when the ship was upside down, that was actually to disperse the healing salve over the army. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't that close to the quarry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is there anything you'd like to do or change, or are you good with that? No, I would just, I just want to make sure they're getting in there in an orderly fashion. Yeah. And I'll heal the people I need to heal, but. Sounds I've good. I've got to solve for that. Uh, okay. Terrajux? Hmm. Uh. Okay, so we've killed the priest Dow, we killed the one that was bullying Fall Rock. Um, one remains. One okay, so it is still, and it's it's pretty beat up because it's been hit by a bunch of lightning and a bunch of and then Falrock uh, punched it from afar, a bunch of fall rocking. Uh, I am going to go ahead and use lightning bolt on it. Ooh, yeah, turn Tweedledum into Tweedledust. Huh. Got him. <laughs> Fucking got him. Got him. Uh. So yep, same. Same as before. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 36 lightning damage. Okay. Uh, he made his save this time, so it's not as <laughs> effective as previous. Um, but he does look very close to death. Okay. There's, there's a lot of electricity playing about. It looks like um, more of that... So these guys aren't like the Earth Elementals in that they're not a bunch of rocks that are just kind of assembled. They're actually right. humanoids with stony skin. So um, he's not losing cohesion, but he is losing a lot of whatever substance passes for blood in the Dao community. Um, if I tried to fly closer, could I use Quicken Spell to cast uh, Frostbite? Yes. That's how okay. Quicken Spell works. Yes. <laughs> I just I wasn't sure if I was like in range. Yeah, um, you were closer than Falrock okay. because long spell. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 16 con save. Uh, succeeds. And, okay, takes nothing. Splendid. Just a, a cool breeze wafts through nothing. <laughs> Ched. All right. It got, like, it got a cold um, feel. Yeah, he's like, ugh. This is unseasonable. <laughs> Snips uh, gurgles with anticipation and casts... <laughs> Oh. Another lightning bolt. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, hopefully Tweedledum's going to die this time. Uh, 9 plus 7, 16 plus 5, 21. Wow. Overkill. God damn it. I roll that earlier. Yeah. This last lightning bolt peels from the heavens and just disintegrates uh, the final Dao here. 
Snips raises his pincers to the sky. <laughs> it would have been kind of wonderful if you had finished him off by like crunching him in your claws, though. And there's no, the there's no way. It was the crab the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he, he tumbles to the ground after the lightning bolt and like scrabbles into a little cave. He's like, oh, I'll rest here and then recover my strength. He's just... No. What actually happens <laughs> is the lightning bolt blasts him out of the sky. Um, with this. The Earth Elementals sort of start to lose their drive. They it's they don't shut down, um, but they start their attacks are much more aimless. They're not really looking for particular targets or working together. They're just sort of swinging at whatever happens to be closest. And uh, there's a cheer that goes up from the Aarakocran forces that is immediately cut short by. Oh. A blast of stone coming out of the mine, followed yeah. by glittering blue scales and wings as a sapphire dragon yeah. bursts. What? Forth. And that's where we'll stop for the evening. Nani? <laughs> this has been another oh exciting Alchemist Club adventure. Um, hopefully, that was as cinematic to you, the audience, as it was to me. Anyway, I've been Joe, your dungeon master. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher. And our Twitter and handle is at alchemist.club. You can also find us on Spotify as of about 30 minutes ago. Oh my god, we're on Spotify! Whoa. We did it! We we're did like it. a real podcast! Yeah. Now you can and, sponsor us. <laughs> uh, Patreon gold subscribers this month, uh, we really need you to push for our 2020 donation goals. Um, as you just witnessed, the CGI budget for the finale of this season is going to be way higher than it has been previously. Um, so, yeah, do your part. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Joe, Dungeon Master, joining me today, we had uh, Daniel playing Chip Leak. Desmond, how many Brineswell maneuvers it takes to kill a dragon? Brineswell. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajax. Thanks for joining us. Oh, no! Uh, Our dragon is a Things were going so well.